control to get more volume. I can give you more volume, kind of, on your headset. Yeah. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. We're gonna adjust some volumes. I think on, if you like go like this, there's like a little roller dial. Oh, is that working? You're getting more volume. <laughs> a little bit. Perfect. Love, love it. it. Love it. Welcome to Marriage is for Quitters, where we quit to marriage, love, peace. You wish you could quit my love. I would never. You can't. I tried Babe, to last you wore night. This on, you wore this on the last podcast. Shirt. You, you should probably take your shirt off. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Dang. I'm sorry. I, nev- I oh, try man. to never wear the same outfit twice. I know. It's so funny. I'm like, I could care less, and I'm the clothing girl and i'm like for oh, those I of you just listening at home lucas is wearing a stylish oh yeah plaid a stylish plaid <laughs> he looks like a handsome lumberjack mm. with his beanie <laughs> and he looks just like that last week except last week you did not have a beanie so i guess you're that's are incorrect i it didn't is? have a beanie are you sure it was a different beanie i changed oh, okay. it up you changed <laughs> so for those of you paying attention it's okay <laughs> we have we have guests that are like you know can take over hey. your, your cuteness Quit. i'm sorry i always hit this thing be careful with my equipment okay your expensive it's a loner stuff it is no oh, <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> it's made in china though look it's like that what does that even mean what does that even mean it should say like super fun recording oh here we go that's there we go extra oh, fun american moms. recording device <laughs> <laughs> extra fun american well to the chinese people i apologize what episode is this eight that. seven what? six five four three eight are we on eight? It's like seven, seven, maybe eight. One of those seven, seven, eight, I nine. I don't know. I did that lonely um. in the hotel. <laughs> don't yeah, li- don't to, watch. I was sick, so he had to do one by himself, which I still one. haven't listened to. Uh, by yeah. um, <laughs> I keep forgetting to do that. Anyways, Anyways. we're on either seven or eight. Yeah. And today we have welcome, w- welcome, wonderful guests with us. Oh, so far we've had a. Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> You thought s- the laughing in the background was like my button. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought you had like a, a like button. A button. Like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, like a uh, live audience. Yeah, live audience. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> um, no, I was going to say laundry love. I brought you real people. Oh, you want to plug that first? Go for it. Because otherwise I wait till we're an hour in and then, you know. And nobody cares anymore. Yeah, yet. the one viewer that's still watching is like, all right, I'm out. You know? <laughs> so laundry love, this Tuesday, bring your quarters and And your a smiling smile faces. Yeah. And. And your love. Your love. For the community. Or some cookies. And probably Jesus. A little bit of Jesus. More, <laughs> more cookies. Jesus-shaped cookies. Ooh. Mm. I wonder if they make those kind of cutouts. I feel like they should. Just like they the should. Catholic Jesus. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Eat, eat of my... my <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's I'm communion. Sorry. sorry. Jesus has a sense of humor, so... He he's, does. He's yeah. He, lo- he loves it. Plus, but he's not on the cross anymore. If I were Jesus, I would want a cookie made out of us. Dude. Me. <laughs> Maybe not on the cross, yeah, because that's eat bad that. memories. I'd eat that cookie. Oh my gosh! Here we go. I told hey, you yeah. guys. I told you. It's okay, come out. Love okay, it. sorry. Married life. That's okay. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah. All you guys watching on YouTube, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a ladder in the background. <laughs> it's his aesthetic. I took it away, and he made me put it back. It's actually he stylish. put it back because I wouldn't do it. For yeah, him. I'm just looking at it. It's pretty mm, stylish. That's good. <laughs> it looks like you were doing a project, and then you're like, nope. 
Yeah, I had to get to the ceiling. I'm not going to do it anymore. You know, an inch <laughs> over our heads. Yeah. <laughs> if, we, if you want the ladder so bad, I will get like little plants or something to make yeah. it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Just <laughs> get like drywall like <laughs> stuff on it so it does mm-hmm. look like I was doing a project. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paint sweaters. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there might be some. There probably is. I, I think but I bought some it Some more used. visible ones. Right. Yeah. Right. Anyways. Uh, now, can I introduce our fabulous guest? <sighs> Let me take a sip first. Or do you need to talk about something else? Oh. Mm, brought to you by apple cider. Go ahead. Apple cider. <laughs> it's what's for dinner. Mm. Um, okay. So we have two guests tonight. Obviously, married couple, because that's what we do. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> and so you guys can get to know them a little bit. I just wanted them to talk about, you know, maybe what you do with your life and how you guys met each other, um, how long you've been married, fun stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. You want to start? Yeah. Ladies first. Oh, can you, oh. Can you introduce <laughs> yourselves? Yeah, sure. inter- yeah, I didn't say your name. So. Good. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Victoria Well, Ross. nice to meet you guys. Rosses. Yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm starting. So I am the church admin over at Radiant. Woohoo! Woohoo! Woo, go Radiant! <laughs> um, and mom of three. And yeah, you are. We have yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have one together, and I have two from a previous marriage. Um, and yeah, that's really it, me in a nutshell, I guess. <laughs> How about you? Yeah. Uh, basically the same thing, except I'm a dad of three <laughs> instead of a mother. The same thing, <laughs> but, but as a man. Man. Wait, you're a church admin too. No, sometimes liar. I have I'm to pick kidding. up the slack. So oh, yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. So <laughs> I've been employed with the city of Bay City for four years. Mm-hmm. I enjoy what I do. Grateful to go to work every day. Um, I love my family. Uh, kids are a joy, even when they drive me bonkers. <laughs> um, yeah, our life is busy. Taking care of them, chasing them around, keeping mm-hmm. them out of trouble. Mm-hmm. I love seeing you with those kids because I've seen, you know, we'll get into it later, but I've seen, you know, anyways, I don't want to get into it yet, (laughs) (laughs) but just the joy that you bring to those kids and you are, you just work so perfectly with them. So I don't know. No, little nugget. No, no, it's so sweet. And Um, we've been married for almost two years. Dang. That's it. I feel like it's been longer. But we were married before too. So it's been a lot longer, (laughs) but We've been married for two years, coming up technically May 13th. Correct. <laughs> we eloped, and then we had our oh. big celebration in June of 2022. So mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, how'd you guys meet each other? We met while well, we were both going through divorce, actually. Mm-hmm. So uh, just, it's just before COVID, mm-hmm. basically. Literally the week before. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) we were both recommended to join a divorce care group. And the one closest to us was at In His Presence Church. Okay. So we were both attending that and we're the only two who were attending, (laughs) ironically. I brought a friend. Okay. I love my friend so much. If she's listening to this, I love her so much. But she, you know, she was like concerned because like it was like starting the COVID lockdowns and Mm -hmm. stuff. And I had brought her with me to the first divorce divorce care class that I went to. And then the next week she was like, yeah, peace out. Because that's when everything like shut down. We weren't supposed to meet, but they were still meeting. So I didn't go the next week. And then 
the leader was like, why don't you just come back anyway? And then it was just the two of us for like a round and a half of divorce care. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. And see the burps. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking cider. Okay. Um, now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, the divorce care at yes. church now. Is that same thing? Same thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Same you, thing. You lead it or does someone else lead it? Nope. Somebody else does. Jeff okay. DeHaven does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Hey, so I think I know that guy. Mm-hmm. You probably do, but you're terrible with names. You're like, he's on media team with you. Oh, there you go. <laughs> 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 he's so I think I shot some videos for him. Yeah. It's a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to talk a lot today. You're going to do most of the talking because <laughs> I mean, I did not. I had a serious relationship, but I did not have to go through a divorce. Mm-hmm. God, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm very interested. To, and I didn't even know that you had gone through a divorce. Mm-hmm. That's well, I'm no Victoria a lot closer than I know you, obviously. Sure. So um, I'm interested to hear your story and how to um, what you guys have gone through with divorce and meeting each other again and or after a divorce and all that. So, um, you're yeah. so hot. Oh my gosh. Every time. <laughs> you literally pick the worst <laughs> angle to like my side, whatever, or this Girl, side. you cute. Come on. I don't know. What how do I, how do I film the other side of your face? I don't know. Can we get a front <laughs> angle? Like, right let's just there? get a mirror right here. <laughs> right. <laughs> on my face. No. That reflects to you. This is a serious topic. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So let's, I feel like there's a lot of good stuff that you guys have to say. So let's jump in. Um, Yeah. Let us know. What was your relationship before you guys? I don't know how much you want to divulge into that, but go for it. For sure. Why don't you start? Yeah. Yeah. Like your former marriage stuff. So absolutely. So, um, gosh, how old was I? 19. When I was 19 years old, I ended up moving to Monterey, Mexico, and I ended up living there for nine years. Um, so I moved to there when I was 19, and I was serving, I was volunteering with a Christian organization called the Youth with a Mission. Uh, it was an awesome time. And that, that's YWAM. I think YWAM. I did one of those, yes. too. I yep. think I did one of those, too. Yeah. Yep. So uh, during the time that I was volunteering, I met my former wife, who was also a volunteer and who was from Monterey, Mexico. Uh, we ended up falling in love. And after my commitment was done serving, I made a two-year commitment to serve with them. Uh, we ended up getting married, transitioned over from being a poor missionary to a poor English teacher. (laughs) Um, But that's kind of how relationships started. Mm -hmm. Um, So I lived there until 2014. And then, honestly, I got kind of burned out on Mexico life and just missing things about living in the U.S., we could say. Uh, So we came from Mexico stateside to Dallas, Texas, spent roughly five years there and neither of us had any family so Mm. we ended up in 2019 moving from texas up here to michigan where i'm from and then did not take that long for things to kind of crumble okay um so 
yeah, the towards the end of 2019, um, there was like some just things going on in the relationship that I had never experienced, like distance wise, um, like I could tell that there was something going on that she was like really uncomfortable, like struggling, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Mm -hmm. I thought like maybe like she was getting picked on for being a Mexican, like people were being mean to her, Mm -hmm. something like that. And finally, one day, like, I got home from work, and she pulled me aside, and she's like, we got to talk. And I'm like, all right, like, (laughs) yeah, we do, because there's, like, so much tension, and I'm like, what the heck's going on? And basically, she was like, so me and a coworker uh, got physical, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, I was just, like, could barely hold myself together, and all I thought to do was hop in my car and go see my mom Mm -hmm. so I was like I called my mom like a mess on US 10 like (laughs) (laughs) like a disaster and uh it was like such a crazy time you know when you go through something it's just like it's so spotty Mm -hmm. you know your memories you just remember bits and pieces of it Uh, but it was it was hell was it immediately after that that you decided divorce was the answer or did you do therapy? How did that work out? So being a naive man, <coughs> we're like, oh, things will get better. I'm like, oh, we're not that bad. Things will get better. But I did not want divorce because mm-hmm. I came from a divorced home mm-hmm. and told myself, like, I will never be in a divorce. It's not going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. not going to do it. And so even though our marriage had a lot of challenges, like I didn't, I didn't want that. I didn't want to go down that route. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't immediately go into counseling. We did take like a marriage class at the okay. church we were attending at the time. Um, but th- I think she was really more set that she was done with it. Okay. And she was kind of putting her focus on like, going back home and restarting her life and how back that home was to Mexico. Yeah. How that was going to look for her. And I was like, is there hope? Like, can we restore this? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, she ended up, oh gosh, when was it? Like, I can remember the date. January 5th. I think it was. Yeah. Maybe that's when it was like January 5th. She remembers. Yeah. I'm a woman. <laughs> I remember yeah. these things. <laughs> like yeah. dang <laughs> yeah so it's like wow of 2020 yeah. that's what yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah okay so and you guys didn't have any kids no right we were okay. unable to we were unable oh, okay. to okay. which now yeah. is a blessing yeah obviously yeah. it would have been a i can't yeah, even imagine how big of a mess it would have been with kids so yes but yeah going back to mexico and yeah oh, like that would be terrible yeah, yeah. it would have been insane so yeah January 5th of 2020, she hopped on a plane with a one-way ticket back to Mexico, and it's the last time I saw her. Wow. Very cool, like, knowing, you know, what you're going to share later on, but how God totally protected you from that. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. wow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, honestly. children protected Mm -hmm. what could have been crazy, but thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. You want me to go ahead? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, 
Um, so you know, like most of my story, but um, so like to recap, I was let's see. Oh gosh. Um, pretend I don't know. Yeah. I pretend. <laughs> <laughs> so I was let's see. I was 25 when I first got married to my former spouse, um, and it was just one of those things where I was like. I was like ready and excited to get married and I was like I don't know I jumped too quickly <laughs> and looking back at everything but it's okay um and he was very young he was 20 and um I don't he didn't like experienced a lot of life yet so I think that's where our disconnect came from but um we were married um from 2015 and we got uh, pregnant fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. um, I was pregnant with Ellie when you were pregnant with yeah. Lincoln. So, <laughs> um, and we had two kids in the midst of our marriage, one in 2016, one in 2018. And then I started to see um, our marriage fall apart after I had EJ in 2018. So, there was a lot of, like, I struggled with, like, postpartum depression mm -hmm. with Eliana, a little bit with Enoch, um, but there were also some, like, unresolved personal issues that I had um, just with, like, um, intimacy, like, things, like, in that area of mm -hmm. our marriage, um, and I noticed there was some kind of weird disconnect, kind of like the same thing, like, Jonathan talked about. There was, mm -hmm. like, a distance, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. I just had a baby a few months ago. Like, mm -hmm. I don't really want to address this, yeah, but I yeah. also don't want it to get swept under the rug. Right. Um, so I tried to address it. I was like, what is going on? Like, I don't understand, like, why you're so distant from me. And there was just a number of things that, like, he said, but it didn't really resolve. So we just kind of kept distance tried to keep going with our marriage. Um, early 2019, I really noticed something was really off, but I still was like, I don't think, I think it's just another tip with something that he was dealing with. Um, so we tried to like really work on our marriage. I thought things were getting better over the summer of 2019. And then it was, I'll never forget it. It was September 26th of 2019 Dang, you're good. like I'm good with you're dates good. girl that's why, that, that's why I'm the admin yeah, yeah. right <laughs> Marco you talked about this on <laughs> exactly right um but it was September 26th and the only reason why I remember is because like I took the kids to the pumpkin farm that day like with his mom it was like a really great time but then I came home and I had like still again like noticed something was just off about him like there was so much distance like our intimacy was like terrible like just all these things going on, like, I was just like, oh, there's just a lot going on. So he had gotten home from work that day, and um, I was, I walked down our back steps, and he kept his little um, ID clip in the back where he kept, like, his photo ID, like, mm -hmm. everything in that. Um, and it was kind of gross, and I was like, oh, I'll just wash it for him, like, wipe it off for him. Mm -hmm. And when I pulled it, his ID out, like, I can still, like, vividly remember this part, um, there was like a little sticky note that fell out. And I was like, oh, it's like, you know, he always had random stuff stuffed in there. And I thought it was like a contact for a job because he had been looking for a different job. And it said, text me on it, and it had a phone number. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I'll just ask him about this. Like when he gets out of the shower or whatever, and see if he had found like a job or something. Um, so when he had gotten out of the shower, I was like, hey, what is this? And like immediately he slumped into the bed. Like 
defeated almost. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was like, what's wrong? Like, you okay? And he's like, no, it's for a coworker. And I said, oh, a coworker, like which coworker? And he told me the name of the coworker and it's a name that could be for a girl or a boy. Mm. Um, so I thought it was just to do it all along that he had been hanging out with talking about for oh. the last couple of months. Oh. Um, and it ended up being a woman and uh, they had been intimate together, like had been seeing each other for a number of months. Um, and it wasn't the first time either. So there was two affairs that ended up happening. Um, with the same person? No, with two <gasps> different people. Oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> yep, so that happened. Welcome to the Maury Povich show. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so it's kind of the same thing like with Jonathan. Like, I was just distraught. Like, I yeah. had a three-year-old and a one-year-old at home. And I'm like, what on earth am I going to do? Like, at that yes. point, I didn't know that there was two people yet. I didn't know, like, any details. I just knew that he was seeing somebody else. Um, and from then on, like Jonathan said as well, it was, like, super spotty, like, where my memory is on things. Um, but I just remember going through complete hell, like, mm -hmm. just absolute devastation um, over the course of the next few months. Um, my kids, like, I don't know if you remember, but, like, they – they were not smiling anymore. Mm. They weren't laughing anymore. Ellie started to have these tantrums for like 45 minutes where she literally couldn't do anything but scream on the floor. Oh. It was just, it was rough. Because of you guys being separated? Or right, because, because we, ended up, yeah, okay. we ended up separating a month and a half after that because okay. there's just a number of things that happened yeah. and like I couldn't be in the same house anymore with somebody who was leaving all the time. Um, so it just became really difficult for him to be home. So we ended up separating, and then um, obviously I like I did not want divorce. You know, yeah. being a Christian woman, I'm like, you know, I'm not going to divorce. You know, my dad was divorced a number of times. Like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it myself. So um, I fought very hard, um, and we during the COVID pandemic when that all started, um, I started divorce care, but. We also started counseling. I said you could come home on the grounds of counseling. Mm -hmm. And we kind of laid out some ground rules. He was home for like a month, but then he started seeing that woman again. So aye, aye, aye. it was just a mixture of all of that and the way I was being treated while he was home. I was like, okay, like we definitely have to move forward with a divorce. Because I had originally filed the week before the total like shutdowns happened. Mm -hmm. And then he got served and then the shutdowns happened. And I was willing to, like, stop the divorce if he was, like, willing to, you know, turn around our right. marriage, restore the marriage. But that didn't end up happening. And we were divorced in October of 2020. He wanted to live in his sin. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, for sure. You've been very distant, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I've been physically distant. <laughs> You're not allowed to work out of Bay City anymore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> and I hope you have no... Co-workers at all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 they're both of co-workers. That's crazy. That's it's a common they're theme. Like the it is a very common theme. Wow. Yeah. And I work with a bunch of women, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> what if you like decide to les out? Oh, <laughs> it's gonna happen. I said that's only if you die. Maybe I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> what about your gay co-workers? What if you turn them straight? Oh my gosh! Get out of here! <laughs> I don't even have those. Okay. No, no. Um, uh, this is not 
It's not that kind of podcast. No, sorry. it's not, it's not it's that kind of topic. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to say it's not. It's not that funny. It's not. But funny. It's, it's, it's sad. It's serious. It's yeah. yeah, terrible. But at the same time, there's like, <clears throat> look at what God yeah, did in your. You had to get you know, broken down to. Mm-hmm. One thing I was thinking when you were talking is because I would feel, if you cheated on me, I would feel such a sense of rejection and. Mm-hmm. Um, lack of confidence, mm-hmm. like, am I not good enough? How did you guys deal with those kind of feelings? I didn't tell you I was going to have to. No, I told okay. you. There's, I can answer. Sometimes it just comes first? out. <laughs> you can. I can answer first. All right. So obviously as a woman, like our, like when we're married, our worth is kind of sometimes tied up in like yeah. what our husband affirms or doesn't affirm or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that was like devastating, you know, at first, like, there goes my identity as a wife, you know, like you don't care about me enough to stay in the marriage. (laughs) But over time, like the way I had to like restore that identity was obviously like my belief in the Lord, like that was crucial for me, but it took a lot of counseling too. I've been in counseling since 2019. Um, and that's helped me. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. helped me tremendously. There's no shame in getting counseling. Um, but that helped me a lot, um, restore like that. I am worth it, that I am worthy of love and, Mm -hmm. you know, like being in a committed marriage. Yeah. So yeah. What about you? Yeah. I I don't think you can go through it and not, not have that point. Oh yeah. You know, like it is, I I can't think of anything more crushing, Mm -hmm. honestly, because the person's making that choice right. to say, I'm done right. with you. Right. You know, and I even th- like even in the divorce care, like they said, like divorce is equivalent or sometimes more painful than actually losing a spouse right. to death because it's like they're making that they're conscious making, right. choice all the time yeah. to like I not mean, choose you. They're both heartbreaking. But if someone right. dies, Absolutely. it's like you can always remember him as yeah, like the loving, loving, perfect yes. person who is taken from you. Yes. Right. But they were yours right and as opposed to like when they just leave you or you know dishonor you it's just for sure yeah yeah (laughs) go ahead and you were kind of finishing a thought yeah Uh, (sighs) try not to get all churchy here right no (laughs) you can get get churchy just but like what but the truth right like you got to speak the truth like how did you survive that and come out of it a better person Mm -hmm. right so it's like if you have to walk through hell there better be a purpose in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you better get out of that horrible time as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, why, you know, like why I have to suffer that? Right. So I think for me, until you go through those things, there's a depth in a way that you know and associate with God that you never have before. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, like, you feel like you have nothing left, you know? And he is the only one who was there, who held me through it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, like, the weeping, the crying, you know, at night, like, just feeling totally hopeless, Mm -hmm. like, having no energy to do anything, Mm -hmm. like, struggling to get out of bed and go to work. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, like, that... That is like the key piece to surviving and getting through mm-hmm. it. Um, and then beyond that, I would say like 
you have to associate with people who are good for you. Mm. Like you have to let in the right people because it's so easy to want to like close people off because you feel like I'm a failure. Like, you know, I, I screwed up. Like my life's crap now. Like I'm not worth anything, you know? And it's like, you can't put yourself in that place because you're just going to spiral downward. Very true. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I feel like that's a big key to it, and then there are a lot of good resources out there. Oh, as absolutely. Well. Yep. Yep. Did you ever feel like um, you let God down by getting a divorce, or did you, you know, because I, I know in the Bible, I don't know the verses very that's well. That's okay. <laughs> but like how infidelity is um, yeah. means for a divorce, mm-hmm. and wh- the only one maybe. There's another one. There's abandonment of the marriage. Abandonment. Yeah. Okay. So knowing that, I mean, I hope that you didn't feel that you were letting God down because I feel both of you are completely justified. But Mm -hmm. how does that, how do you deal with the struggles of thinking like I'm doing something that God tells us not to do? And Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, that was one thing that I did struggle with at first, like Mm -hmm. before I filed, Um, because you you didn't end up filing. Um, his former wife uh, ended up filing. Okay. Um, and there was like some different convictions that you had than, than what I had. But um, yeah, for me at first, right before I filed, I was like, God, is this okay? Like, because I had differing voices telling me, no, it's not biblically okay. And mm-hmm. other people like, you know, like my leadership now is like, they were like, yeah, it's, it's founded in scripture. Like there is reason for this because you know, the infidelity. Mm-hmm. So I did battle with that back and forth, but then again, like going back, whoops, sorry, <laughs> like hit this down here, but like, but going back through scripture and actually like understanding, like it is okay. And yeah. like, I'm not anything less to God because I of went course, through divorce, yeah. you know, that, that really helped. That's awesome. I feel like some people might struggle with yeah that feeling like you failed God, you failed your spouse, but really you were guys were so protected and Mm -hmm. the fact that you guys have each other and went through almost the exact same thing is Mm -hmm. incredible how god used that yeah that was like oh go ahead oh no 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 you no i was just gonna say like that was literally something like post-divorce i was like i lord like i need somebody who's been through the exact same thing wow seriously like that was one of the like qualifiers i guess you could say (laughs) of a future spouse but like that was one thing like i wrote down like i was like i need somebody who's gone through this who can like empathize yeah with what I've been through and like understand that type of hurt so how do you think it would have been if he had children for you I I feel like you're so nurturing and accepting you probably wouldn't even be a no issue for you yeah and you guys would have like a Brady bunch (laughs) (laughs) yeah we would have I mean if he had children it wouldn't have mattered like yeah honestly because like I was starting to get used to you know the co-parenting relationship Mm -hmm. with my former spouse so it's like okay throwing another former spouse but you know I honestly it wouldn't have really mattered much to me we would all be very bilingual (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's super cool i mean he still speaks fluent spanish i so. love that yeah. yeah he needs to be our spanish we're doing duolingo say something so sexy in spanish <laughs> oh my gosh do it babe <laughs> can you do the growl for me <laughs> he discovered that last podcast that i could do that and i was like do a growl <laughs> oh my gosh um, I had a question in my head and I forgot. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. 
talk to us a little bit about like post-divorce with you guys what are some struggles that you guys have within a marriage knowing that there has been infidelity in both of your pasts i feel like for me that would Mm -hmm. be be hard to trust someone again yeah yeah you know i don't think for me honestly like that part of it i wrestle with like feeling like like am i gonna be like cheated on again um Maybe, like, part of it is the fact that, like, she knows that hurt, you know. But that's that's really not something. There are other battles. Mm. You know, there are other things that have been challenging. Um, you know, I've had to... We've had a lot of things that we've had to get through, honestly, because mm-hmm. her ex is still in the picture. Mm-hmm. There's still all those connections. Mm-hmm. You know, there's... Um, like relationship with her former in-laws and so for me there were insecurities that I think the enemy was able to try to take advantage of right mm-hmm. right, right. And, and itch if you want to say mm-hmm. uh, it made me like you got mad are you sure <laughs> like you really want to be with me oh. you know like those kind of things yeah. so We've the family, I feel like, would be harder than losing him. Yeah. It, I mean, I have it, like, because I, like, here's how I put it to Jonathan, was, like, I have been friends with his family since even before, like, we were ever, like, dating. So I wasn't, like, necessarily, for me, like, I wasn't losing them because they were still friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, I had been so involved with them, like, so... That was, like, a tough one. And, I, I mean, I don't hang out with really any of them anymore except for um, except for Kendra. So yeah. that's about it. So, yeah. So that was a that was a hard one for him. Okay? My phone pinged. I'm so just like. <laughs> so did mine. So. You can check. Are the kids okay? <laughs> I'm sure they're fine. Okay. They'll call us if they need us. Okay. <laughs> True. But, yeah. So that was one thing that you struggled with, definitely, for sure. Like, there's other things we struggle with, you know, like the co-parenting relationship can be a little strange sometimes. And then like where, like another thing, like Jonathan, I know you've struggled with is like, like for instance, like when Enoch had his seizure, like, and you, like your involvement when we were at the hospital um, and kind of feeling like left out because you're not his biological dad. um, Yet I was in the room with him and with his biological dad. So like that was like one thing, like you kind of battle with a little bit. Yeah. Or used to, at least. <laughs> yeah, right. There's some very, like... <laughs> because you have to, like, kind of give that back to... Some, like, some kind of parental thing. You have to kind of, in that moment, give back to the father of the children. And you're not there right. with her. Right. So it's like, where is where does he fit in? You know, uh, like, yeah. in the role of being a parent to Ellie and EJ versus, you know, like, obviously, we know where you fit in with Robin, but... <laughs> <laughs> She's all mine. She is all <laughs> yours, baby. <laughs> Ain't no questioning that one. And how cool that you couldn't have children with your former. Yeah, wild. Yeah. And then not see that one coming. This yeah. lady, this hot yeah. mama comes along. She's like, I got you, shoot. <laughs> Literally week one, we got pregnant. Wow. <laughs> no messing around. Well, it's like, because like we didn't, we didn't know. I mean, you were told that you weren't able to have kids. So 
uh, showed you the paperwork. Y- he show- he still has the paperwork <laughs> from wow. when he had the test done in Mexico. He oh, was you, it was supposed to be you that were not allowed to have kids. Not yeah. It was both sides. Okay. Yeah. Wow. But, okay, so when you told him, were you like, uh, excuse me? Like, did you get any kind of like, holy crap, I don't trust this? Not like I don't trust oh. this because she was like, I'm very fertile. Like, this could happen. Like, I could tell you that. <laughs> okay. No, like, like, I want you to know this. I'm like, but, like, well. but that was like a kind of like a precursor to before we were, before we got like serious in our relationship, you know, you told me like you wanted to make sure you were with somebody who was okay not having any more biological children mm. because you were not able to, um, along with a couple other things. But like, yeah, like when <laughs> when I got pregnant, I was <laughs> like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just, it was so fast though, and like you were floored because it was just like you had waited your whole life to have yeah. a biological Aww. child. So, and he always wanted a daughter named Robin. No joke. Aww. Yeah. Since you were a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. He always wanted a Lincoln. Because you're Batman. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? No. It's a secret identity. <laughs> no, it's because I had a crush on a girl named Robin. When I was oh, younger. my gosh. Are you serious? Yeah, I never told you that. <laughs> never told me that. <laughs> You're in big trouble now, <laughs> buddy. This is the wrong, wrong podcast. We love marriage. Marriage is good. They just need to go work it out at home. Everything is fine. We got okay. a spare bedroom over there. <laughs> Sounds spare good. Bedroom. We'll be quiet. <laughs> Sorry, I'm out there. It's okay, I love oh, it. That's man. what they all uh, say. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. What I would know. you guys say to? Because I feel like part of another huge reason why I want to do this podcast is the media and the way that marriages these days is just like we'll get married if we want to get divorced, we'll just get out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so mm-hmm. easy for people to escape. Yeah. A marriage. Whereas I so silly. It is so it silly. Is. Why even get married? Just right. Yeah, just, yeah. just don't. Just don't do it. Just leave the back door open. You know? Yeah. Why like do that? I don't know. Unless you're yeah. So yeah. what would you say to like our the media, the world this these days that just think it's just so easy to do and yeah. Just don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just don't. Just don't do that. <laughs> I mean I think there's so much to that, right? Like there's uh, a total lack of the value of marriage, Mm -hmm. right? Where people are like, we can just play house, you know, we can have kids together and we can play house and we don't need that certificate. Right. You know, and there's a lot of people that just label it as like, it's just a piece of paper when it's so much more. Um, So, you know, that's a huge thing in itself. But yeah, if you... I would say if you feel like you're walking into a relationship where you're not 100% in it until mm-hmm. the end, you need to really check yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the way it's meant to be. And if you get into it and then, you know, things start to fall apart, it is so much more devastating than people realize. Mm-hmm. And the trickling effects of it yeah. are so much deeper. Yeah. Like, the trickling of the children, right? you know, yeah. the children, <coughs> the things like I'm almost 38 years old, you know, and my dad still will not be around my mom. So now like the grandchildren are like, uh. I want, you know, my grandma and grandpas to come and see me at this. And it's like, 
You know, who do I invite? Right. I mean, yeah. there's so much more to it. You know, people just think, oh, we'll just get a divorce and whatever. It'll be cool. Right. And yeah. it's not. No, because it's not. you're not only losing that other person, but you're losing a family unit. You the know, life like you built. Yeah, an entire mm-hmm. life you built. The security you know? and comfort. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You lose so much more than you realize. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think there's a lot of pressure, too. <coughs> Um, when it comes to marriage, like there, it's there's like your thought when someone asks you, will you marry me? Mm-hmm. You don't just think, do I want to marry this person? You think, well, what will other people think if I say no? Well, yeah. some, he'll feel bad if I say no. Like, and there's like this right. weird, pr- that, like we should just normalize saying no to <laughs> like, it's, it's okay. True though, yeah. Well, maybe if people didn't like, I love that ours was broadcasted and you know, like, people well, that are was filming tailored, it that was stuff. tailored to you and i was but, trying to get famous yeah but like some people you know they see people proposing and they're like oh my gosh they're proposing and then they say no and then it's just embarrassing for the whole th- it's i think like, that gets more popularity yeah like, you should have said no and then like i'll say yes later like. right yeah right <laughs> <laughs> but no. it's true i mean yeah you can totally yeah. normalize that because it's like it's no, like it's a big decision. It is. It's, it's huge. something you it's should not take lightly. Yeah. yeah. It's Very supposed true. to be. Yeah. yeah. And it's like It's also kind of weird though if you're going about to ask somebody that you don't know 100% that they're going to say yes. Mm-hmm. Well, you probably I assume that the person thinks that they are going to 100% say <laughs> yes. And the other person just might not feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Which also, maybe yeah. not even How let's normalize not, not getting that? to that point. Let's yeah. normalize if mm-hmm. one person in the relationship is just like hanging out let's just let's just call it what it is and like hey let's you know before we even get to that point because how is that guy so clueless right <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah. that's true like there's, right. a, there's a communication barrier there yeah anyways we're not talking about almost getting married we're talking about <laughs> you actually did it. Yeah. yeah anything is there anything you guys i see your notes he's right got there. notes i want to i want to know all about notes yes i love it <laughs> If there's anything I didn't ask or we didn't talk about that you feel is important for people to hear about marriage, divorce, um, infidelity, any of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think as a guy, I don't know, Lucas, you can agree with me or not. <laughs> Some people yeah. say I'm a guy. We'll see how big of a guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like for me, like I was looking back on it, I was like very naive to like how like the spiraling downward trend that my former marriage was on Mm. like I just thought like like this is just how the marriage is Mm -hmm. you know Uh like we'll be fine like you know and it was that what they talk about like that crazy cycle right where Mm -hmm. it's like you're good for a little bit and then you know something happens you guys Mm -hmm. are ticked off yada 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 forgive each other you know like Mm -hmm. just that continuous cycle and i just thought like that's just how it is (laughs) we are not no (laughs) we had we had a fight last night we did i told them we might talk about it later okay yeah it's gonna (laughs) it's fine we'll talk about it we're gonna be boxing box it out (laughs) sometimes you got to (laughs) is that why you had that black guy the other day Mm. you can tell me this is a safe place (laughs) what (laughs) no (laughs) No, I said black guy. Oh my gosh, let him talk. (laughs) (laughs) Spiraling down. Yeah, Yeah. like you should have saw the sign. Is that you're saying? Like yeah, yeah. Like and but what would you have done different? 
gotten help. Gotten help. Got but help. then oh, yeah. this yeah. wouldn't happen, so it was perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like it's all been <laughs> redeemed and I'm like grateful yeah. for where I'm at now. Right. But you, you still like you don't ever want to end up. Right. You 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 also learn stuff that you can share with other people. Right. Yeah. For yeah. sure. So like obviously it's not I like what you have now is awesome, mm-hmm. but ideally you don't want to get to that point. Right. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So we could save other people from that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And but like let them know if it does happen. Yeah. You know, they got a Victoria waiting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fertile Victoria. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's so exciting. Uh, I'm getting ready to fight already. Yeah. He's, oh he's my gosh. Okay. Ding 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 in the ringer. <laughs> uh, no, but what I was gonna say was like, um, shoot, now I lost my. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, but yeah, like kind of the same thing for for me and my former spouse, like. We had that downward spiral that mm-hmm. just got out of hand and kept going, kept going. And there was, I think, a biggest thing. The biggest thing for us was like communication. We did mm-hmm. not have a good open line of communication at all, and that's something like we've really like tried to reiterate in our marriage. Like we need to communicate. And I, I said yeah, it like perfect. an hour or so ago, however long ago it was, two hours ago. I was like, babe. It's okay to over communicate too. <laughs> I'd rather have over communication than no communication. Yeah, that's how he is. It's so it seems like that is the most commonly brought up thing. Yeah, communication. And every owner podcast, Everyone. it's always like, yeah. Oh, we were struggling. We weren't communicating. Mm-hmm. Oh, like sex is like here, but communication is like right along with it. Right. Like they're yeah, they go together. And yeah. like, there's other things in the relationship. You have to communicate while having sex. Is yeah. what you're trying to this say. Yeah. Actually yeah. A little bit to the left. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's true. I mean, yeah, why not? But. <laughs> It's like, it, that is the biggest thing. And I'm in my men's group. It's the same thing. Yeah. I hear them. Um, it, it's a bunch of married people who mm-hmm. want to improve their marriages. Mm-hmm. And so you all sit together and talk about our issues. And and it's like nine times out of ten, what they're going through is like they're just not communicating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know it's awkward. I tell everyone, like, start a podcast. I <laughs> swear. <laughs> it has God. brought us so much closer. Yeah. That's yeah. Because you have this format. Yeah. Where what are we supposed to do here? We're mm-hmm. supposed to talk and communicate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like, I would never sit down with my wife w- without a podcast to be like, so what do you think about sex in the marriage? Like mm-hmm. no one does that. Yeah. No one's like, <laughs> usually there's a TV on in the background or there's so much distraction. This is like intent focused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we have yeah. to, we have to make something juicy out of this. So let's talk about something. And the sex afterwards is just. It's <laughs> funny though because like usually we'll go out after a podcast and have a drink or whatever, and then like we don't talk. <laughs> we're like we just talked for an hour and a half, so right, kind of like talked out. We're, we're out. We need to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not true. Well, it depends how tired I am, but. <laughs> so would you say, I w- I just from listening to you guys, it sounds like you took what you like your failures in your past marriage, learn from them mm-hmm. and now are kind of growing through that in your marriage now. Yeah. And that is something not everybody gets a chance. So you have like, you had like a practice marriage, both of you. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yours was a long practice. <laughs> he was married for 13 years. It was 13 years. Yeah. I did my math way wrong in my head. I thought it was, <laughs> I missed something there. I yeah. don't know how old he was until like just 10 minutes ago. So. Okay. <laughs> I didn't attempt any math. 
Yeah, that's too long of a practice. Oh, wait, no, eight I years, and then it was 222. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but then he lived here also, so it was eight years plus the time he lived here. You couldn't do that math. He didn't, <laughs> we didn't know when he came it's back. Okay. That's true, that's true. It's all good. Anyways, <laughs> this but isn't yes. a podcast about checking data. It's a... <laughs> no fact checking here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You said in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 I I'll say yeah, I mean I think we both definitely walked into the relationship, the marriage that we're in now like before we got to the marriage point. Um a lot more like understanding like what we're looking for. And like she would always laugh at me, but like we would go on walks and I'd bust out my little notebook <laughs> with like <laughs> all these questions that I'd been like thinking of throughout mm-hmm. the week. Uh-huh. And I would just like, hey, so I'm going to like ask you some deep questions. Oh, you know? I love and it that. Was, like, it was it's awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. It but is like, he is he really writing this down? But at the same time, it's like, oh, yeah, he cares. Yeah. You like, girls. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> when we when when we'd like put in the work, we're like, yeah, I'm gonna like, yeah, and then you're like, ha, ha, ha. but it's awesome. So it get awesome. over it. So it get is. over it. It's a little nerdy, <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> Dare you? <laughs> no, I love that. So you would go yeah. on walks and then bring out these questions. That was like the beginning stages of our friendship. Like okay. we would go out for these long walks for like an hour or so maybe two hours sometimes because it was nice it was like getting warmer as the days went on Mm -hmm. um and he would literally pull out this notebook i eventually got a notebook (laughs) and wrote out a few questions (laughs) but i really appreciated the questions he was asking because they weren't just surface level friendship whatever kind of questions they were really deep so which was awesome and it got to like really kick off that communication aspect in our relationship like right from the get-go do you have a favorite question? Oh, I don't remember them. There's so many of them. <laughs> I still have the notebook. He does still have the <laughs> notebook. I love that. Did you write down, like, did you go home and write down what you guys talked about? Or? Did you write down the answers? All right. <laughs> I don't think I ever wrote down the no. answers. Just mm-hmm. like when you would think about a question, he, he would just write, write it down, write it like, down. Yeah. throughout his day. That's really smart. That's very smart, yeah. 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 I tell her just to text me in the moment when she's thinking about uh, something. I can't. So she doesn't forget. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I do, I forget. Yeah. But that's like, oh, yeah, that would mm-hmm. be, that'd be great. Yeah. Write that down. Get a notebook. Actually, in the yeah. Army, you get in trouble if you don't have your pen and a notebook. So. Mm. There you go. <laughs> At least in training. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I never did, so. <laughs> he got, never mind. I got, I got push-ups instead. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be smarter, you want to be swole, baby. <laughs> Any other, anything else you would like to share about marriage, divorce? If not, we can talk about our fight. Let's get to the fight. Let's get to the fight. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding. Ding, ding. Actually, here's. I oh. want to make sure you guys got all your good stuff out, though, because I, I feel like you said some really great real things. Real juicy. No, no, I feel pretty good about. You feel pretty good about it. I w- I, yeah, I would just yeah. say if anybody is out there listening to this, <laughs> going through something, like reach out, get connected. Yeah, there are a lot of resources. There, are. like mm-hmm. utilize them. You know, if you like know like somebody who went through what you're going through, like reach out. Mm-hmm. Like community is key. It is. It's huge to getting through what you've been through and or what you're walking through. Because if you do it without community, it's y- you feel you'll fail every time. 
it doesn't matter. So that's very true. Yeah. Let's get on with this fight. All right. So (laughs) we're not going to say who said what. Okay. Because you want to quiz them. Okay. This is what I want to say, though. This I want to I want to (laughs) preface this because Pastor Marco, if you're listening, (laughs) chime in. I doubt. Okay. (laughs) So I had my men's group where we get together and we talked Mm -hmm. about stuff and I was like still had some of that stuff fresh. And then Mm -hmm. two days later, last night, I had my first band practice in over a year. Oh, wow. And so we were like having a good time. We had a few mm-hmm. brewski doodles and uh, I, I got I got home and I was like all amped up, you know, and, and uh, I don't know what brought it up. I sat down and I was like, it's it's sometimes something about men's group is funny because I hear other people talk about like what they're going through, what they're arguing. And I just think mm-hmm. like we never argue. And I talk about <laughs> the <laughs> some of the, and, and then I said like and then I hear like my buddy say stuff and I just kind of like I just keep quiet because. I don't want to like, you know, intrude or step on it or something like that, whatever. And then um, she goes, well, give me an example of like what something like this. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm just like, just speaking from my heart and just saying this, like no one could ever disagree with me. And um, so the subject was on um, if kids should be allowed to get baptized. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> I want to hear what they think. Yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Uh, <laughs> we've actually just talked about this at, you know, Advent stuff. <laughs> um, so I guess I'll give you like our kind of view at our Radiant. Our your or Radiant? No, at Radiant. Okay. Yeah. So you can have your view, but I'll give like Radiant's view. <laughs> so ours is uh, like our suggested age is 12. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason for that is because... Some, well, not some, most kids until the age of 12 don't have, like, a really good grasp on, like, salvation and, like, their walk with the Lord. Like, they don't understand really, like, what baptism is, even when parents do teach them. Like, their comprehension is different at 12. Um, Mm. So that's kind of, like, our rule of thumb. Um, Mm. We're going to actually have a baptism class, just so you guys know. Um, So, yeah. What about you? Yeah. I don't know, um, like, that I could put, like, an exact like age on it right mm-hmm. because people can be like so different in their maturity mm-hmm. but i think that it is key that you really have an understanding yeah, of absolutely what it is to be born again mm-hmm. um you know that you are showing fruits mm-hmm. of walking with jesus right um and that there are people that like as a church can vouch for that right absolutely know. yeah yeah, and that's, like, kind of, like, this sort of, like, a little bit into the stance, too, of reading It's, like, there has to be, like, fruit of it, fruit of your salvation. Um, and if, like, a pastor could, like, vouch for that fruit as well, like, they can approve it. Um, like, I, for instance, like, for Ellie, like, because she's been asking about baptism, but she's only seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's, like, well, maybe, like, when I'm ten. And I'm, like, well, the age is just 12. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but she actually has a really good like firm grasp on her salvation mm-hmm. and like she is showing like those fruits like we were just talking the other day like how we're proud of them like for their prayer life like it's been really cool to like witness that so mm-hmm. um yeah that's like i think that's our take on it yeah you first um, <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> okay so my thoughts are i don't think kids 
should be able to get baptized. Mm-hmm. And I co- and it's for me, it's because of my own personal mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. When I was a kid, I grew up with Christian family. Mm-hmm. So all I knew was God my whole life. And it, it was never special to me. It was never, um, I never felt like a close, loving relationship with God. Right. Um, and then when I was uh, like 10 or something, I probably was baptized like twice as a child. Okay. And, and it was like, I don't want to go to hell. This is what my parents want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yes, I believed in God mm-hmm. and I knew God was real, but I was, it was not of my convictions or to be closer right. to God. It wasn't or to be a better, I wasn't like, yeah. I want to be closer to God. Mm-hmm. Um, I might've said that to my parents, mm-hmm. like, yeah, mm-hmm. I want to be, you know, a better Christian, all this. And they encouraged, they're like, yeah, yeah, get baptized. Mm-hmm. But then I spent, you know, years just away from God mm-hmm. and, f- and it really meant nothing. It, it was not a special experience. Yeah. It was like, an emotional experience in the moment because mm-hmm. of all the, there's so much adrenaline. There's and a lot of hype. There's yeah. a lot of stuff going mm-hmm. on and it's like you're nervous and all of this yeah. stuff and you're, whoo, I did it. Yeah. Um, but then like, you know, I was, could, couldn't be further from God mm-hmm. for the next 20 years probably until yeah. I got baptized at Radiant. And yeah. that, and there was always this feeling when I was sitting there when the uh, baptism would come around and I'd always have this feeling like, I, I want to do this, but I've already been baptized, so I can't do right, this again. Right. You know? <coughs> um, and so I feel like getting baptized young or being allowed to instead of like, like, hey, let's wait till you have a better understanding of mm-hmm. what this is, you yeah. know, and then I could have, I mean, it, it all worked out in the end. Oh, well, for you know? sure. Yeah. But I think that it took away from the true meaning of mm-hmm. getting baptized. Right. Is And then... I had other arguments like we don't trust kids to do a lot of stuff when they don't make big decisions. Mm-hmm, right. um, getting political, you can always go back to the trans thing. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. can you trust a 10 year old to choose their gender? Right. Right. You know? Yeah. I can't personally, <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's, that's my thought process on it. And so sure. it got pretty heated. Yes. Um, because, well, are you done? Sorry. Well, no, I, I want to kind of pre defend you because Obviously, um, God is real, yeah. and this transgenderism is a different thing. But my counterpoint to that yes. argument was that, you know, well, we believe in God, so of course that's how we feel. Mm-hmm. And other people believe in like the trans ideology, so mm-hmm. of course they feel that way too. So right. it's like maybe we all just stick. Uh, you know, I was like a standard of like wait till we're a little coherent, coherent to do it. Yeah. Okay, your turn. Um, I just love you so much. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll still love you after this. No. Um, last <laughs> night I was a little <laughs> because mostly because I think it's really hard for me to debate. I don't like to debate because mm-hmm. I don't like to I, argue with people. I will say that you did a damn good job. I was. I'm very passionate about I, this. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that children should be allowed to make that decision. I do think it's a very important decision. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that, but I'm sorry. I said I shouldn't. Like how Radiant has the 12 mm-hmm. and over, and how you said there shouldn't really be an age. It depends on their maturity. Like Dakota has asked if she could get baptized and. If I were to see the fruits in her, which I do on occasion, I don't think it's necessarily 100% there yet. Mm-hmm. But, and that was a good point because I didn't think about that last night. 
Me it neither. would be <coughs> And if, if we were going to say that Lincoln shows more yeah. like passion for God mm, yeah. than Cody does, no offense, Cody, because I know you love God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Lincoln is yeah. also an idiot. So <laughs> 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 no, he's not. An idiot. He's really smart. Sorry if you heard me, but uh, no, he's six. Seven. seven. <laughs> he's, it's the same age as Ellie. Yeah. Yeah. He's seven years old, uh-huh. and he's like super passionate, super emotional, yeah. and shows you know a passion yeah. for God. Like he's yeah. always defending it, and that's why I heard him defending it to people online. And I was like, I have to tell him, if you're watching and you're under ten, earmuffs. So I was <laughs> like, Santa's not real. Like I had mm-hmm. to like I had this conviction. Like tell him I don't want you to think that we're lying about anything else. So I was like, sat him down and did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That had me super emotional, too, when I heard him and I was sitting yeah. there and I was like... I don't like that either. I wish we never would have started with Santa Claus. Like, yes, but we just try to... Anyways, that's a whole other topic we can oh, get into. There's so okay. much stuff. But anyways, yeah. We don't but do I was either, just, so. yeah. Tell me about your stupid opinion on Oh, my baptisms. gosh. I just think if you're a child and you said it perfectly, if you're showing the fruits and there's obviously a relationship with God there, as a child, because... Yeah, I don't think kids should be making decisions on if they can get a tattoo at 12 years old or become a lesbian at 12. Like, no, they should definitely not be making those decisions. But God is so much different from all that stuff. Mm -hmm. He's like, he just wants his children to accept him and to learn to grow. Whether Whether you stray from that or not, like, he still wants you to make that decision. However, God is like a tattoo on your heart. I know that's corny, but God is just as permanent and, ser- and serious so as good. a tattoo he's to so me. He's so good that later on, you can make that decision again. You know, you can solidify it again as an adult. Like, I did it when I was 15, and I, I guess, definitely but, screwed up. But Okay, okay, how about this? We're talking about marriage and divorce. This is, We're going to get heated here again. No, we don't have time. Thing. We're one minute over. So. Sorry. That's, that, <laughs> that doesn't but, exist. It's okay. Yeah. But God... God is like a marital commitment. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Well, yes, I'm not saying it's not that. So to, it's like renewing to divorce your vows. God, renewing your vows. But it, it's not like renewing your vows. It's like divorcing God, waiting 10 years and be like, "Hey, like, can we work this out?" Like In some cases, maybe. In your case. <sighs> yeah. That's and what he it took was. me back. God was always mm-hmm. with me. I got baptized and just because I screwed up so many times, I still felt God with me all the time. I still felt the conviction anytime I would Sorry, Juliana, have sex outside of marriage. I hey, still yo. felt I still <laughs> felt like I am doing something bad. Yeah. Um, and I knew that God, you know, I would pray and I I would still feel like God telling me, you know, you need to stop. You know, like I'm trying to help you. And mm-hmm. and I still prayed to him and went to him, but I still struggled with that constantly. And um does that mean that I my baptism was fake? No, <laughs> definitely like I I was a completely different person once I came out of the water. Yeah. Like it not not like physically, but my spiritual like I grew up with no faith. Mm-hmm. Like my parents were both atheists. So And that was another point that I made in our argument <clears throat> that you came from where that was an act of rebellion yeah. almost to mm-hmm. go towards God. For me it was just like affirmed my whole life. Like well, if right. your parents are you're a Christian, you're a Christian, too. yeah. Like this is what you do. Yeah, and like sure. I didn't understand it. Like I don't raise my hands in church because I don't f- that feels weird and awkward mm-hmm. to me. That's not mm-hmm. and I don't think that should have to or you know but I like I love your passion that you're there. You're like doing your hand raising <laughs> stuff, and I think that's super cool. Coming from an atheist family to that, mm-hmm. and like you just feel it so much, and I yeah. just I'm jealous, really. 
Anyways, so on that note. So one thing, like, I think you should actually, like, touch on it really quick because you didn't get baptized until you were 36. Yeah, it was just a few years ago. Yeah, 2021. Copycat. So. <laughs> but were you a Christian your whole life? In advance. No, not Like raised life. a Christian? No. So, yeah, it was like a funky situation where my mom was a believer, but my dad was not. Mm-hmm. And so we were kind of like forced to go to church when we were younger. And then at a certain point, it was like, all right, like, dad doesn't go to church. Why do I have to? And it was like, okay, make your choice. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to church. <laughs> and then... Would you change that now, yeah. having kids? Well, yeah, my kids go to church. And yeah. yeah. They want to go to church, though. They do, though. That's the that's thing. A, they really want to go. That's a weird, that's a weird def- delicate balance, too. Because yeah. like, I had that, you're forced to go to church, and then I was like, yeah, I don't at a certain age, like, I'm not going anymore. Yeah. And then it was like, well, I'll just go find churches I like. And then I was like, no, yeah, it was weird. Yeah. It wasn't until I met her that I started going to church mm-hmm. really again, for real. I went that's to a gay awesome. church, and that was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. California. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's yeah, and that's one thing I don't ever want the kids to feel is like forced to go right. to church or like be pressured <coughs> to, to get like baptized or anything like that. But yeah, you didn't get baptized until a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So I mean, obviously you had a full understanding of it by then, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. We hope so. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it just varies from person to person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm o- I'm okay with that. I think that there's a certain below six. That's yeah, a n- that's, that's no fly zone. Not. That's what I would say. Oh yeah, no! no fly, yeah. But I would encourage older because you you don't have to get baptized mm-hmm. as soon it's as you. N- it's not self-critical. Right. It's not dependent. It's like you can just wait a couple mm-hmm. years, and yeah. you like. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just think <laughs> if Dakota s- wanted to get baptized, I would. Definitely talk to her she's about gonna it. She's going to hear us talking about this for like okay. the past <laughs> two days. And then she's going to be like, all of a sudden, I want to get baptized. Mommy. I mean, but you guys can she's like saying. take the baptism class yeah. too. So because they're going to go over all of that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Just if saying. she hears that and then if we see, you know, fruit, like you said, mm-hmm. which I definitely see it in her sometimes, not all the time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then, <laughs> yeah, I would, I would want to allow her to make that decision. And in order to get more fruit, you got to. Prune, prune the tree back. Mm. So we got to do some pruning. Mm. Preach it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> preach it. Got him. Take all the electronics away. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna that is the devil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me your fruit. Those are the devil. <laughs> all right. All right. Anything else? I don't think so. Thanks for letting us fight in front Thank of you. Thank you. It for was worth it last night. Come no. <laughs> Gracias por escuchar, amigos. Oh. <laughs> He's, he's on like a 350-day street. Okay, mm. okay. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Are you learning? I am like, I can do Spanglish. Spanglish. <laughs> I can like interpret, um, but I can't speak it very well. I can well. hear better than, well, I can if you speak slowly, I can hear better than I can speak. Are you a fast Spanish speaker? He can be. That's cool. Oops. I don't know. It's so hard. It's tough. <laughs> it's t- I always feel uh, self-conscious, too, when I'm like... Yeah, because it's like, I know this is right, but I'm you right, actually yeah. speak it, and yeah. I'm uh-huh. going to screw it up. <laughs> yeah, when I'm talking to my crews, it's like, I don't like anyone else, any other white people to be around. Because <laughs> 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 then if I totally mess up, they're like, you're an idiot. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but you're learning. That's okay. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. I have one guy that just looks at me. No matter what I say, even if it's correct, he's just like, tequila. 
Oh my gosh. Great, thanks. ¿Cuántos maderos are? Tequila. Okay. And you can't call it OSB or Madera. It's plywood. No matter what. Plywood. It's all plywood. It's not plywood, though. It's OSB. Yeah, it's very different. Anyways. Anyways. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. yeah. Thank you I for listening, us. people yep. in the camera. <laughs> he looked intensely into the camera and made a sexy face. <laughs> smolder. Smolder. A smolder. A smolder. <laughs> 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 so I'm going to awkwardly reach over here. Wait, can I bring this with me? Maybe. Is there a f- spider on my laptop? I don't know, but. Is that what that is? Where? Do this first before you. What am I doing? What happened? Close us out. I was literally in the oh. process of doing <laughs> that. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Don't forget to do what you're already doing. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Before I close this out, do you ever feel like when you're like taking out the garbage and she's like, hey, can you take out the garbage? You just feel like you just want to stop right there and walk away. Does that ever happen to you? Like the question where you're like, what do you think I'm doing right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, don't forget to take out the garbage. And you're literally like, that's what you're doing. And now it's like, well, now you think I'm doing it because you told me to. <laughs> <laughs> but I was being a good little boy. And now no one's even going to know it. <sighs> Anyways. So sad. <sighs> I'm thanks so for fired listening. up right now. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for being our person. And joining us today or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Nice nose piercing. Thank you. Okay. See you next Tuesday. Bye. And uh, I'm just going to reach over here. (laughs) (laughs) Still doing stuff. Hold on. Please help.